Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hi there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Fleck. As we approach the final five or six weeks of the year, it is really easy to slip into the so many days till Christmas trap. I heard someone saying the other day, it's 80 odd days till Christmas. I thought, that's a lot. <laughs> that's that's over two months. That's nearly three months. Well, fancy wishing away 23% of the year. That's crazy. And I think we can definitely do that as the frost start landing of a morning and as the nights really draw in and everyone's focused on Christmas. Six weeks is over 10% of the year. And I think it's really important for us to focus on that. It's really important to recognize that we can do 10% of our year's work before the end of the year. And that's a great opportunity to hit your annual goals, to exceed your annual goals, to catch up other parts of the year that didn't go to plan. And if you're sat there thinking, oh, I didn't have any goals, I've done okay, then write some goals. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode and how you can use the rest of this year to really rocket propel your business forward, your investment business forward. This is the time when other people take their foot off the gas. And if other people are taking their foot off the gas, then fantastic. That gives you the opportunity to capitalize. December is one of the lowest months of the entire year for the property market. And we're in one of the lowest points of the decade for the property market. So that is a golden opportunity to be making offers. I'll be making offers. I'll be making a lot of offers in December because those vendors will not be getting offers from anyone else. And so that's a fantastic opportunity. Now, of course, if you're making offers now, unless they are no money down offers that don't require high street lending, you're not going to get them through in 2023. They're going to be completing in January, February, maybe even March. The The, the slowness of the mortgage market at the moment is, is ridiculous. But that's okay because if you secure the deal now get it wrapped up legally with your sophisticated paperwork and this is the problem people make people make an offer and then they go well i've got that deal but no an offer accepted isn't legally binding in the uk but if you sign an option agreement to buy the property at the price you've negotiated this side of christmas then you can do the deal the other side of christmas but that's only if you are using conventional high street buy to let finance if you're using bridging if you're using vendor finance if you are using a control now pay later strategy then you can get it wrapped up this side of christmas you can still be doing deals in the first and second week of december and completing those before the end of the year and so if you're sat there now thinking oh i'm two deals short of my annual target well that's quite easy to solve it's quite easy to get those deals over the line because there are a lot of very motivated vendors who will be very grateful for you reaching out to them. So that's the first thing. First thing is don't stop doing deals in the last 10% of the year. The second part of this is because the whole world is slowing down and looking forwards to Christmas, you have a golden opportunity to catch your breath. 
And I have to admit, this is what I do in this next six weeks. Yes, we get some real quiet time over Christmas, but I, t- I tend to take a month off over Christmas and not have any appointments and give myself a lot of downtime. Now, I'll, I'll sometimes work on strategy and I'll sometimes have some strategic meetings, but typically it's a really quiet month for me. But that still gives us the time before so middle of November through to middle of December, that's a really quiet four weeks generally. And what that means in that lead up to Christmas, the, the six weeks or so we've got left until Christmas, what this means is we can sit down and do some strategy. We can plan 2024. And Jim Rohn says, and a lot of the greats actually, Brian Tracy says this in uh, Eat That Frog, 10 minutes of planning saves you an hour of doing And I would extrapolate that and say an hour of doing saves you a day, sorry, an hour of planning saves you a day of doing and a day of doing saves a day day of planning. It's like a tongue twister, the yellow lorry and the red lorry. Day of planning saves you a week of doing and a week of planning saves you a month of doing. And that really is true when it comes to goal setting, etc. So my encouragement to you over the remainder of the year is to take some time not an hour or two but a day or two to properly plan out 2024 and i'm i'm going to give you an overview of my process now and there are episodes on each of these elements if you go and look at the back at archive so for starters you need to have your yellow goal sheet filled in and we've shared that with listeners of the podcast previously it includes your 10-year goals your your five-year goals your three-year goals and your 12-month goals you have to fill in where you're going if you don't know where you're going and if you're sat there going well i don't know what my target was for 2023 i just wanted to build my property portfolio that's not a goal how many properties did you want to buy how much equity did you want to secure what did you want to raise your monthly leveraged income from that property portfolio by those are really really important goals because if you don't know where you're going how can you get there it's impossible and so really important before 2024 starts you know where you're going in the next decade and once you've got really clear 10 5 3 and 1 year goals then you can plan 2024 on a monthly basis So the next tool that I'll be using is a 12-month plan where you map out in January, I'm going to be doing this and I'm going to achieve this in every area of my life. And I mention every area of your life because that's really, really important. And alongside my 12-month plan, I'll be using the wheel of life. And you can Google wheel of life and you can find exercise sheets on that. Really important to consider, if I think of my life, how I'm showing up in 2024 as a dad, how I'm showing up in 2024 as a partner, what my health is going to look like. I'm in a competition at the moment with my son to get a six pack. And it's amazing how motivated I am to show him that at 41 years of age, I can still transform my physique. It's, it's been the biggest motivator I think I've ever had to get healthy because it's not now a vanity thing. I want to look better. I want to lose some weight. I want to build my abs. It's a legacy thing to show him what commitment looks like, what perseverance looks like why health is so important and it's also a bit of uh, a, a bit of fun because he's got a prize 
if he beats me and I've got a prize if I beat him. So we've got a little bit of uh, non-monetary, but important nonetheless prizes, which I know he's really motivated about. So really important to look at Wheel of Life. And of course, on that Wheel of Life is your environment. Where are you going to live? What's your house going to look like? Where are you going to spend time? Are you going to go on holidays? Are you going to go on staycations? Are you going to go away for a month and work remotely? All of these are important decisions to make up front. You're not going to wake up on a Monday morning and go, do you know what? Today I'm going to go to Northern Italy and work in a rural setting for the next four weeks. That isn't going to happen on a random Monday morning. That requires sitting down and thinking, talking to the other stakeholders in your life. It's going to require some planning. What's going to happen with the dog? What's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with my responsibilities? What about your business? That's an important spoke in your wheel of life. How much are you going to build your net worth by in the next 12 months? How much is your income going to increase on a monthly basis? Once again, these things don't happen by accident. Once you've got your yellow goal sheet, your 12-month plan, your wheel of life filled in, then you can start getting really granular on January, February, March. And that's where your quarterly plan becomes really powerful. And a, a lot of these techniques and tools I learned from Brad Sugar's founder of Action Coach. I put my own spin on them and and have modified them to suit me, but a lot of them have come from the Action Coach system. I always try and give credit where I know where something's come from. And that quarterly plan lists the 13 weeks of quarter one, and you know what you have. So maybe you have a physical challenge in that three month period. Maybe you're gonna run a marathon. Maybe you're gonna lose five kilos. Maybe you're going to take your family skiing. Maybe you're going to, maybe you've got a business challenge. So I've got some residential events, three day residential events uh, during that quarter. I think I've got two of them for, for clients and joint venture partners. Well. If I've got a three-day residential event, I know that I'm starting probably at half six and finishing at probably half ten minimum each day. Well, that's going to wipe me out for a few days. I'm going to take a day off before and a couple of days off afterwards to rebalance. That's going to wipe out how much stuff I get done in that week. When you're looking at those 13 weeks of the year, the first 13 weeks, it's really important to look at those unusual events. Look at training days you have, look at seminars, look at weekends away, look at celebrations. And now you can really start to get a feel and a balance for how you can squeeze as much juice out of those 13 weeks as possible in line with your 12-month goals, in line with what you've put into your 12-month plan in line with your three-year goals, your five-year goals, and your 10-year your goals. Because this quarterly plan is just one of 40 that you've got in the next 10 years. That's just over 2%. Might even be 2.5%. It is 2.5% of your decade goals. And that becomes really achievable. Can I do 2.5% of my 10-year goals in the next 13 weeks? And once you've planned those 13 weeks, then what I use is what's called a default diary. And I sit down and I go, right, what's my perfect week look like? What is the best time every day of the week for me to go to bed? What is the best time for me to eat? I've now for some time been in a nutrition plan that is probably the one that suits me the best ever. <laughs> and I'm almost loath to share it. I will share it, but I'm loath to share it because what works for me 
probably won't work for you but what i have done is played around with it and and i'm not saying this is what i'm going to do for the rest of my life i know right now this is giving me a lot of energy and and i'm feeling really good but that's because i'm continually playing around with it and and give my myself permission to try new stuff so my nutrition plan at the moment is I generally wake up and allow myself two nice coffees at any point before noon. And that's all I'll drink, plus cups of tea if I fancy it, but I generally don't have tea in the morning, and water. And that's what I'll have till about noon. What I'll then do is have two meals before I go to bed, but typically I'll eat those between 4pm and 10pm. Sometimes as late as 6 p.m. and if I eat at 6 I may not eat twice and sometimes if I'm at a lunch appointment for example it'll be half past one two o'clock and I don't put pressure on myself to fast for a long time but I tend to have a decent fast most days now I don't tend to fast on a weekend just because I'm lounging around the house and relaxing with the kids and we'll have a family breakfast and that works really well for me I allow myself to eat anything and drink anything, but I tend to eat very clean in the week and cut myself some slack in the weekend. And that for me works really, really well, really well. I'm burning body fat at the moment at quite a consistent rate and my energy levels are really high and I can train any time of the day. And so for me, that's basically my definition of successful nutrition. But you only get that level of success and it's success for me it may not be for you but that level of fulfillment that level of suitability from your routine by doing it on purpose it doesn't happen by mistake you can't wake up each morning and go what do I fancy eating today because you're probably in the moment not going to make wise decisions much better to decide the day before what you're going to eat or decide the day before when you're going to train or indeed on your default diary work out when those things are going to happen in the new year i'm implementing an ice bath routine really looking forward to it i'm sorting out an ice bath now i know it's going to take some accumulation i used to swim as a kid every day in an unheated pool and so i know how much i'm going to enjoy it but that needs to be scheduled in i can't say to myself oh i'll just do that when i feel like it because then it won't happen and then i won't get the benefit So that needs to be scheduled in for it to happen every single day and then I'll get the benefits. And within that default diary, you can then put your meditation, you can put your prayer time, you can put your mindfulness, you can put your zone time working on yourself. And when you look at the whole year like that, anything is possible. You can take a month off with the kids in July. You can go on a 10 day silent retreat in October. You can have an adults only trip to that dream destination that you've always looked forward to going to but never got round to if there's stuff that you've never got round to it can happen in 2024 all you have to do is put in in enough planning and then follow the plan and the next five or six weeks is when you can do that just carve yourself some time out if you never have all your emails read if you never have all your admin done put in an admin day once a week Wednesdays. I have no meetings on a Wednesday and I am only going to do de- I'm only going to do admin. That could be a rule for you. It's not a rule for me. I'd I'd <laughs> dread Wednesdays. But for you that might really work. And it's about finding out what works for you. And my final thought on this is you're not going to nail it in 2024. It's not going to be the best most perfect year you've ever had. Because if you tell yourself that 
if it doesn't go to plan in January or February, you're likely to sabotage the rest of the year and just capitulate. So all you've got to tell yourself is it's a bit of a game. You're playing and you're looking at what works and what doesn't work so that you can squeeze as much juice and fun and productivity out of 2024 and then you can build an even better plan and have an even better 2025. Because unless you're in a very unusual situation, you are going to have a 2025 and you are going to have a 2026 and a 2027 and hopefully another decade and hopefully another few decades. And so these habits are well worth the cost of implementing them. Guys, if I can help you with any of this, don't hesitate to get in touch. I wish you a fantastic week and an amazing build up to Christmas 2023. Until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated property investing. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now.